0: what radio the music you watch what's your host D-Dan. who's the monkey radio com. what's up party people it's keys dan with RadioWhat.com, what.com coming to you live in a living color from the radio what studios and this is my podcast what makes you famous it's an extension of the radio what.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time and if you need DJ services where do you go? djlittlerock.com check availability and get a free price quote and maybe you could have me yes little old me at your next event i like to party with the people i like to be with people at their best times ready to have a good time let's do this speaking of good times today on the program Alyssa marie coon she is a country music sensation out of south florida out there in West Palm Beach, and you get to listen to her and her story, at least a little bit about her story, in the next few minutes in your ears. I'm excited about that. I'm excited for you to listen Uh, to this week's shows. Let's see. Oh, I have two public shows this week. On Thursday night, the video dance party karaoke jam goes to the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. That's my family-friendly show. Always a good time. They got great barbecue. They got frosty beverages for the adults. But you know I keep the music family friendly. It's a great after-school treat. It's a great after-work treat right there at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. Video dance party. Karaoke jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You're the star of the show. Come on out and play with us. Bring all your friends to the Old Post Barbecue from 6 p.m. until 9 in the p.m. Thursday night, and then on Friday, Friday, we get down on Friday, and that's my regular Friday gig, it'll be at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas, that starts at 8 p.m., video dance party, karaoke jam, now this one is the adults only one, they have a full bar, kitchen is open, pool tournament, there's always a pool tournament on Friday night, so if you want to make some money while you're waiting to sing on stage, yeah, it's a little concert, Starring each and every one of you right there at the Rab. Karaoke time. And on the party patio, they have shuffleboard and foosball. You're playing the foosball, Bobby Boucher? Yes, you are. They have darts. Hmm, Darts. They have have giant Jenga game. Checkers. There's always something to do while you're waiting to sing on stage. Right next to me at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the am. Ah, and Saturday night, I still have nothing to do, which is great. I'm okay with that. Maybe I'll go see a live band perform, a live musician. Speaking of live bands, live musicians, let's give a talk to Alyssa Marie Coon out there in South Florida. Calling Alyssa Marie Coon now. Hello? Alyssa Marie Kuhn, please.
1: Hi, this is her.
0: (laughs) Wow, this is Keys Dan with the What Makes You Famous podcast. How are you doing?
1: I'm good. How are you?
0: I am super fantastic. I I need you to tell the listeners, uh, first up, right off the bat, uh, the girl next door, uh, who is an Alyssa Marie Kuhn?
1: (laughs) Okay, so basically, I am a 15 year old singer songwriter um I write country pop music I perform all around South Florida um and Nashville and basically when I was like younger everyone used to call me like the girl next door or like that was one uh specific time where someone called me that and then people would always be like oh well she's like the shy girl and it's and because I didn't really talk but then um as I got older and I started performing out more, I started talking more, and I guess I basically am trying to prove all them, all those people wrong. <laughs> so I believe are.
0: I believe you're doing it, Alyssa Marie Coon. And uh, should I call oh, you? you? Should I call you Alyssa Marie Coon or Alyssa Marie or Alyssa or Miss Coon? Or what do you prefer?
1: <laughs> okay, so I would go by Alyssa Marie or Alyssa, whatever is easier for you.
0: I think yeah, I, I let's go with alyssa Marie. that's a, that has such a nice uh, twang to it. And, and I know you 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 keep yourself in the country genre for for the most part, but I think you could sing pretty much anything you want. I, I've heard <laughs> heard some of your covers and I'm on your Soundcloud and I've been uh, perusing your Soundcloud. How many songs have you written at this young age? You're only 15 years old. my goodness.
1: oh my gosh i couldn't even count like i have so many songs like in my notes and like songs that are already completely done songs that are almost done songs that don't have chords i can't even tell you how many songs (laughs) that i have written so far
0: okay well how many uh produced that'll be that, that that'll be a good jumping off point
1: okay um so fully produced songs i believe Hold on, I have to do the math. <laughs> I, have, um, I have three fully produced songs.
0: Okay, and those songs are?
1: You Can't Do That, Oblivious, and my new single that just came out last Friday called Country Girl.
0: Yes, yes. Those are the ones I've listened to. Uh, okay, You Can't Do That. This is the first one that you wrote. When did you write this? How did it come about? What is it about? Tell the people.
1: So basically I was um thinking about how guys like treat think that they can treat girls and and like like how they like some guys sorry <laughs> think that they can treat girls in a way like that they shouldn't be treated and that's wrong and I was thinking about like experiences that my friends have had like where boys just stand them up to like go be with their friends or play video games or something. And I'm like, I think I need to write a song about that. Cause I think a lot of girls can relate to that. Um, or anyone, basically just people, how they think that they have, uh, like the right to do that to someone. So that's basically how that song came about.
0: Alyssa Marie, that is great subject matter. That that's something that, that can be relatable to almost anybody. You yeah. know, you've got to treat people right, uh, you know, uh, don't stand them up. If you, st- if you tell them you're going to be someplace, be someplace. Uh, have you been stood up yourself?
1: I haven't by like a significant other, <laughs> but I have my friends.
0: Oh, so when did you write that song?
1: Um, I think I, I wrote it after like the beginning of last year. That's not the first song I ever wrote, but that's the first single that i ever came out with
0: okay let's go way back have you always been a, a south florida girl
1: yes i was born and raised here in Loxahatchee, florida
0: Loxahatchee. okay i'm familiar with Loxahatchee. i'm from miami uh and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah i've done a lot of weddings and parties up there in the west palm beach in that area i guess Loxahatchee is part of west palm beach right Yes, it is. Yes, I could tell by the I could tell by the number, <laughs> the area code gives it away. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be three oh five all day, but not. Yeah,
1: my dad was too. So.
0: <laughs> oh, dad's from South Florida. Uh yeah,
1: she's from Hollywood, Florida.
0: Well, tell me all about him. Tell me everything. What did you learn from dear old dad? <laughs>
1: um, um, I don't know. My dad, like, he was always musical. He. Went to a high school and he was in the band and like, that's like all, how I got a lot of um, my musical ability, I would say, is because he played, he was a horn player in high school. So I always get to hear about him and his sister and band and like everything about that. And they grew up in Hollywood, Florida. So around the same area as you, <laughs> Miami. Yeah, right I
0: went, well, I went to high school in Davie, Florida, which is right down the street. I, I dated a girl at MacArthur High, which is in Hollywood. That's where my dad was. That's hey! where my dad is. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Did I know your dad? He was at my uh, one of our rival schools.
1: <laughs> he, my, his name is Randy Coon. <laughs>
0: Randy Coon. Well, I'm Daniel Gilson. Keys Dan. Well, I got that from the Florida Keys, and it followed me all the way to Arkansas. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never know where you're going to end up. So you're. I know, right? When was the first time that you you started? Um, you know, started doing music, like performing in front of people, and, and was this something that was? Uh, that that was uh, sponsored by your parents that said, Hey, why don't you go off and then do this?
1: So basically um, my mom noticed that when, after I saw the wizard of Oz, when I was like two years old, two, three years old, that I started singing like all the songs by heart and like singing it pretty well. Like for like a two year old, I guess. Um, And so she was like, wow like maybe we should put her in piano lessons so when I got older I like as I got older my parents put me in piano classical piano lessons which I have been playing now for nine years and so from then I wanted to start singing so I got vocal lessons then I learned guitar and ukulele and then ever since then I started performing but i my first show was when I was seven years old what? and it was at a little bowling alley. And it was, I remember it too. I sang Justin Bieber songs. How did you <laughs> get
0: involved with that? Was that something like a talent show or, or did they, um, did it they was hire something you up? that
1: My old vocal coach had, like she had like a little thing for all her students to do. And, and she asked me to do it. So I was like, Hey, that's cool. And then I did it.
0: <laughs> well, what kind of things do the other people do in the showcase?
1: They all were singers too.
0: All singers. And was the, the Beebs, are you still a believer?
1: <laughs> oh, yes. All, oh, yes. Even though, like, I have a love for country music mostly, like, Justin Bieber is like still my favorite.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. I'm a believer. Uh, you know, I, yes. I, I DJ parties all the time. And uh, in fact, last Friday, I played some Bieber. I played Sorry. And people were going, Is this Bieber? And I go, Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I love that song. Sorry, not sorry, and that's a whole other song. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so cool, cool. You have many different influences, and and you're you're primarily writing in the, in the country genre. But are you limiting yourself? Do you write other types of music, or, or do you try to to come up with other melodies? Um. Well, I try to
1: focus on country. I'm I would consider myself country pop like if you listen to my single Oblivious that came out in November that was more poppy or country yeah. especially like the chords that we came up with for that song it was more on the pop side but I definitely, like, love country the most, so we, we, even in that song, there's, like, banjos, and, like, everything else that would be in, like, a country song, but my, like, the other two singles that I released are, like, I would say pretty, like, country, like, people that don't like country music probably wouldn't like the song, (laughs) unless (laughs) they listen to the words.
0: Well, it sounds like a crossover to me. It sounds great. Uh, You know, I I like the, the three songs and even the covers that you've done, uh, I, I oh, believe you. you have. You have a range, and you're only 15. I know. I keep saying you're only 15. You've been doing this uh, for I mean, <laughs> more years than a lot of people do it ever. I, you, you've been doing it at least seven, eight years now, uh, where you, yeah. you, you sang in front of people. How did that feel?
1: Oh, I, I'm like a whole different person on the stage. Like I love singing in front of people. It's just like, I love having everyone looking at me and like, especially when I do a song that like the audience knows, like I have some pretty well-known songs in my sets for shows and like seeing people sing along with me. I'm like, that's so awesome. It's just so much fun.
0: Yeah. People that don't believe you get the energy from the, from the audience. I've had, (laughs) I've had the privilege one time of being in front of 70,000 people at the Homestead Miami Speedway. And just having all those people listening to music that I was playing, you know, and here I, 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 I have three guitars. cannot play them? Maybe three chords, <laughs> you know, have a uh, harmonica tried. No, you know, have a, have two keyboards in the house. Try. Nope. Can't do it. And my 14 year old daughter, she's playing. I'm very proud of her, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm so in awe of people that can play instruments, your dad playing the horn. And I've talked to a lot of guitarists that start playing the horn. For some reason, that is like a a gateway instrument into guitar (laughs) and and into performing. What what was the first instrument that you played, Alyssa Marie? Uh,
1: Mine was piano. I learned classical piano. And then um, I went to guitar. So that was my instrument. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah, so guitar, uh, so piano can definitely be a gateway because once you learn the notes, do you know how to read music? Yeah. Oh, you're a winner. You're already a step <laughs> ahead of the game because so many of the guitarists that I've talked to, and the, even the musicians that I've talked to, play by ear or play by tabs, and, and that I think that limits them a little bit creatively. Y- you know, yeah. if they start to go a little deaf, they they would, or if they really can't hear the tone so well while they're listening to a song. It, it, well, they, i wish they could read it you know but go ahead yeah
1: i think it's cool to be able to read music too but um i also do a lot with guitar by ear too because like there's some chords on the guitar that they just don't have names and i think like they shouldn't limit like chords to having names on the guitar because like, you could listen to a song and like figure out 40 different ways to play the chord. <laughs> and so that's why I don't really prefer to read music when I play guitar, but when I play piano, I do.
0: Yeah, I'm not. You know, there's twelve notes, right? Is that is, am I right?
1: On on what?
0: On any on the guitar, there's twelve notes.
1: Um. Or twelve well, chords. Twelve chords in total. I don't
0: know. <laughs> there, there's a there's the number twelve that's sticking in my head. I I need Alyssa Marie to to pull me out of this uh, this hole that I'm digging for myself right now. Well, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah i don't know a guitar has six strings six strings the, um there's i think you probably are thinking about the fret
0: <laughs> okay all right Maybe, yeah. don't fret yeah. everybody uh, Alyssa <laughs> marie is gonna pull me right out of this hole and then we'll get right back on track <laughs> learning <laughs> learning with Alyssa marie Coon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh so cool all right uh, so tell me h- how do the kids treat you now that they know you're you're some kind of famous country singer Ugh. as, as before and after let's, let's say before when you were, uh, and you said that you were shy, introverted kind, kind of, you know, keep to yourself. A- am I right on that? Yes. Okay. But uh, have you broken out of your shell a little bit or how are the kids treating you?
1: Oh yeah. So I basically like, I'm still not the most outgoing person in the world, but I have came out of my shell like a lot. Um, I, 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 at school, like, everyone is so supportive of me and my music. Like, since I just transferred from middle school to high school this past year, um, it's with all new people. And, like, like, and I've noticed in high school, everyone's way more accepting of my music. And so I entered in my school's talent show against all the other schools in the county. And I actually won with my song, Oblivious. And ever mm-hmm. since then, like, it's been so awesome to be able to have like everyone that was there supporting me and like knowing that I sing and stuff. Um, and yeah, I just think it's really cool to be able to have people like that. Cause I don't think that environment is like always there for people that are in this industry.
0: Well, get it, Alyssa Marie, you got some support, a fan base, so to speak. <laughs> how, yeah. how, when was, well, I mean, none of the kids from middle school went to your high school.
1: Um, no. So I actually went to a school of the arts and I majored in vocal. So basically everyone from that school either went to um, like different schools all over the county or wanted to continue with an art school. And I really just wanted to get away from it because it was really competitive and it wasn't, I, I didn't really have time to focus on what I wanted to focus on. So I was like, well, this. I'm just going to go to this high school. Um, and so I'm at like lots of awesome people and I'm in the chorus like the top chorus at my school and the the choir director he's just so supportive of me and like it's just awesome to be able to be in that environment.
0: I believe that to be true. Uh, so yeah. are, are there any other extracurricular activities that Alyssa Marie Kuhn likes to do?
1: Um I literally do like nothing besides school, music. I watch YouTube. And TikTok, that's like what my life consists of. <laughs>
0: well, I I know that you have a YouTube channel, and because I found that on your website, you have a very good website. It's very informative. Tells a lot about who you are. But uh, are you a TikToker?
1: I am not really a TikToker. I make some for fun, but I don't really post them. Like <laughs> I just like watching people on TikTok. It's it's funny. Like some of them like crack me up. It's like. <laughs>
0: Hey, that is the wave of the now. Uh, you know, I've, I've broken myself down to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Those are the ones that I'm sticking with. Those are the ones that I post on the most. But I know that a person of your age has so many more options and it is, is pushed into the social media. how How often are you posting on social media? Do you find yourself in your phone all the time or do you get to spend time with friends or what?
1: Um, I do actually spend time with my friends. I try to post while I'm with my friends, give some variety. I post a lot on social media. That's just because I want to stay connected with like the people that don't get to see me every day. Um, but I don't, I'm not like one of those kids that's like obsessed with their phone. Like I try not to be at least like sometimes like my family will be like, Hey, like, come sit down with us, (laughs) but it's like, but I'm not like really bad. There's some people like kids my age that are completely wrapped up in their phone, but I tend to go on my phone, like at nighttime, like when I'm relaxing, you know, (laughs) not all the time.
0: No, Alyssa Marie Kuhn, no judgments at all. I definitely want to know what the psyche of a 15 year old girl. And I know that sounds creepy. A man of my age asking that, but I want to (laughs) know. Your interactions with other people you know, using your phones—I know that's become part of your social activity, even with your friends. I've I've seen it where you'll have uh, you'll have your phones out, you'll be posting and showing each other little videos or or you know maybe some memes that you found that that were interesting. It's become part of the uh, of the experience of a young person. Is that the the effect that is that the is that what you experience?
1: Yes, definitely. Um, I'm always, like, Snapchatting my friends. I have a private Snapchat for me just to contact my friends and stuff because a lot of my friends just communicate on there. I don't really post, like, any singing stuff on there, so I don't really advertise my Snapchat. But um I do. I Snapchat my friends, which is, like, a good source of communication. I If I see something funny on TikTok, I'll send it to my friends. Like, like me and my friends are always sending TikToks to each other or, like, FaceTime is a big thing that I use a lot. Like I FaceTime my friends that I don't get to see every day at school. Like that might have been from my middle school or like friends that live in like Nashville. Um, so, yeah, I get to talk to them that way, which I think is really cool.
0: That is very cool. You have so much technology at your disposal. Uh, you know, I have a 14 year old girl and yeah, maybe I'm being uh, purely uh, selfish with my questions. I want to know how, what to prepare her for. You know, she gets in. She she looks at the YouTube. She likes the memes. Uh, sometimes she goes down U- YouTube rabbit holes. She's very into Jap- Japanese and animation uh, and stuff like that. Uh, but uh, you know, I I, I worry. I mean, she doesn't. She hasn't subscribed personally to any of the social media yet. But it's only a matter of time before she jumps right in and maybe gets an Instagram or or a Twitter or, or a Snapchat or something. You know, are there any fears I should have? Uh, has, has there been any bad experiences with this, Alyssa Marie?
1: Um. Well, you sometimes get like they're really like weird people that just try to troll. <laughs> um. Especially like I've noticed with my music. Um. Like I I don't know if it would happen to someone with like a personal account, but um, you get like the people that are like soliciting you like through Instagram you can, can't click the link because it will give you a virus. You need to block those people. Um, I don't think your daughter, um, like, I don't know, like maybe she, um, that won't happen there, but that's just basically what I've experienced. Nothing like too bad. It's really not as scary as it may seem, but it could be if you don't like do it right.
0: Well, I understand trollers. Over the last year, I've made the big time. Uh, The Keys Dan Instagram account has been, uh, has been, was it faked? Uh, there's, there's a K E Y dot S D A N. There's a K, uh, you know, there's, there's several different versions of the keys, Dan, uh, Instagram that people are impersonating me. A- and I know that's the big time. Yeah. When they impersonate you, that means you made it, babe. You made it. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've had some weird people
0: impersonate me and it's just like, why do they do that? <laughs> why do they do that? I mean, what, yeah. are, what, end result are they planning uh, you know once they get all your friends into the account i know that they they make a fake account and then they they add all your friends real quick and what are they going to do sell them bitcoin uh, you know uh, <laughs> try to yeah, try know. to get them into the illuminati what, <laughs> what what's the end result yeah. of doing that of making a fake account of somebody else
1: uh, i don't know yeah people are just
0: <laughs> that's not the fun of social media. The fun is to go out and, you know, see pictures of your friends doing things and, and getting invites to, to different events, you know, and if they follow your Facebook, for example, they'll get invites to your various events. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I post all my, uh, like my, um, all my shows out on all my social medias on my website too. It it has them all listed there. You could probably see it on Spotify too if you scroll down to my artist account there. Um, and so yeah, so that's another good thing about social media is you could find out when I'm performing if I'm performing by you.
0: <laughs> well, I sure hope so. We need to get to Arkansas at some point. Actually, I need yeah. to get back to South Florida. I, you know, I have my mom and my grandma still in the Florida Keys saying, "Come home, son. Come home."
1: Yeah, haven't come home. Me,
0: haven't seen you <laughs> in a while. You know, I the last yeah. the last wedding I did in in West Palm Beach was great. I mean, just uh, anything South of West Palm Beach is South Florida because people go, Oh, I went to Florida. Oh, where Tallahassee? Nope. You did not go to Florida. (laughs) (laughs) You went to South Georgia. (laughs) You went to South (laughs) Alabama. Yeah, you're right. You're
1: right.
0: Now, once you're traveling all over South Florida and is that where primarily most of your shows are? Uh, yes, they're mostly in
1: South Florida. Sometimes I go, a little north, like Port St. Lucie. I also do a lot of shows in Nashville.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How did you make that jump? Th- well, okay. We've learned a little bit about uh, what you got from your dad—the music uh, from dad, the, the 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 want to play instruments. But tell me about your mom. Uh, you know what? What did you get from your mom?
1: So basically, my mom. Um, she she is not really musical herself, but uh, her. Siblings are like my uncle, like always played drums and dance. And then my aunt sang in church. She was like the lead singer in all the church bands. So her her side of the family is pretty musical too. My grandma used to always sing too. She had a pretty nice voice. And so I just think both sides of the, my family are pretty musical.
0: I fully, <laughs> in belie- some fully believe it's in the blood. I fully believe it. <laughs> Alyssa, <laughs> Alyssa Marie Kuhn. All right. So now it's it sounds like your parents really back you up in all your endeavors and especially in this music endeavor and and writing the songs that you do. Why wouldn't they back you up? You know, your songs are catchy. Your songs, you know, make you feel good. They make you think there's substance to the songs. There's a lot of songs that are coming out these days that don't have any substance. They'll repeat the same thing over or they'll talk about cars, watches, you know, money. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I think that's the name of a song Cars Watches I Money like
1: it probably Cars
0: Watches Money I think I just invented a hook Cars Watches Money <laughs> Do a rap for me uh, Alyssa Coon nah, I'm
1: kidding. Oh my gosh I'm kidding. I cannot rap for my
0: life <laughs> I'm kidding you're the girl next door You're a nice girl you don't rap Nice <laughs> girls don't rap I'm kidding Rappers are okay, okay. <laughs> I've, I've offended every rapper That's listening right now That was me that was me all right, so who hey, took
1: I have nothing against the rap music. It's just not really for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, like yeah. my
1: friends like rap music, and I'm just there. Like it's I don't I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. It's just like country is my favorite.
0: Yeah, country's the genre you want, man. You know, and and uh, let's see, back in the '80s, the rap that I grew up on. You know, I'm I, I'm class of '86, so that gives you an idea of how old I am. You probably weren't even thought of at that point. (laughs) I I can't believe that people in 2000 are already 20 years old. People that were born in 2000 are already 20 years old. (laughs) It's crazy. But in time, time is passing. Time is fleeting. So going back, um, who got, who had you, who took you to Nashville the first time and whose idea was that?
1: Um, well so my friend was having a birthday party well i so i've always wanted to go to nashville and we never really um like it really started happening last year at the beginning of the year where we were like well we really need to go to nashville cuz that's where everything really is for um the music that i want to do so um basically my friend was having her birthday party and for her birthday party she was performing at the wild Wars saloon and we were like, well, that makes like the perfect time to go up. Um, we can go up. We could get. So I got to play at the Commodore Grill. And so I had a gig there. And then I also had, got to go see my friend perform at her birthday party. And then I, so I always knew about the Bluebird Cafe. I don't know if you're familiar with that. You probably are.
0: No, I, like- I've, I've only been as far as Me- Memphis in Tennessee, you know, because I got to visit the King uh, from time to time. And go to Stax Records, you know, see the music oh. that that came out of yeah. there. But I have not been to Nashville. In fact, I've one of my buddies from here in Arkansas, Luke Williams, just moved to Nashville, and he's making it already. He's he's going o- on Broadway and and making his uh, making his name out there. So I'm kind of excited about that. And I talked to Steel Ivory uh, just a, a few days ago, and they're out. They made the trek from Ohio to Nashville just so they yeah. can uh, get their career off the ground. And it has worked. It's working. I, I think Nashville might be the place you ought to be. But, yeah, uh,
1: so I actually co-wrote my single, Oblivious, with Steel Ivory. I, didn't, I don't know if you know that, but <laughs> we, well, the that last time I was in Nashville, um, we got together and we co-wrote that song.
0: What? It's all yeah. coming together. <laughs> you know this world you think it's big but it's tiny it's small i
1: know it this, really is tiny
0: the internet is making it so small and and just yeah uh, yeah, yeah yeah that's that excellent because still ivory that when i was doing the podcast with them not only do they sing in harmony they speak in harmony do they do that in person
1: oh yeah they work so well together <laughs> and they're so nice too like i had have- we had like a blast. We got in there. We started writing. We came up with the idea. Like it was just so much fun to write with them.
0: That is fantastic. She works well with others. Alyssa Marie Kuhn. Ask for <laughs> her by name. You got some uh, songwriting to do. You're kind of stuck. Hey, invite Alyssa Marie. Maybe she'll uh, help you. Uh, she'll be your muse and uh, help you out of, your, out of your bind. She helped me out of a hole just a little bit ago because <laughs> I was going down a, a weird rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: You pulled me right out. Thank you, Alyssa Marie. Thank you. <laughs> teaching me oh, about yes. teaching me about music, teaching me about social media, teaching me about all kinds of things on this podcast. You never knew. You never knew what else can you teach me? And and uh what what have you All right. What have you learned from your parents? Uh we've got briefly on that. And do you have any siblings? Um I have
1: no siblings. I'm an only child. Um so I, well, I've learned a lot from my parents. Like they help me do everything. They like add gigs. My mom, like my mom helps me book gigs. Um, and then my dad is like the roadie. He helps me with all the sound. He sets up the sound. He helps me like restring my guitar. Like basically like we all work together as a team.
0: Wow. You are one step ahead of the game. The Coon family, you're awesome. We <laughs> and and they're putting all their energy, their all their love, all their experience into you. You know, you they're backing yeah. you up, and you have that leg up, and, and you're taking it, and you're doing it. That's fantastic. I, I, you know, you you're so far ahead of the game. You know, I, I was DJing back back at your age, but uh, nothing, nothing like like you are. It was always like little house parties or or little garage parties for for my friends, and here you are <laughs> performing in front of live audiences uh, so uh, yeah what was your what was your first gig playing your own song where was that when was that
1: um oh I actually remember this so I was doing this competition for um well since I live like in Loxahatchee there's Wellington which is very like equestrian like you have all the polo dressage riders come yeah. down from like all around the world and so they had American Equestrians Got Talent, and it was this talent show basically that happened every Wednesday of, um, a, cer- a certain, like, uh, in a certain period of time. I can't really remember. This was when I was in, like, sixth grade and so I was like I kept singing covers for the competition and like I had wrote like short songs but nothing really real and so I was like I need to step up my game and so I pulled out my ukulele that I just got for that past Christmas and I wrote my first song called You Save Me which is basically about how like whenever I'm in a bind or like whenever something really bad happens my friends help me and like get out of it and we help each other and like it was basically about like a really good friendship so I did that song for the competition and that's how I performed my first song. <laughs>
0: that's your that well that's not the first song that you performed that's the first song that you wrote and you performed in front of people. That is fantastic. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. When you perform, okay, yes, you can perform covers and you've done that. You performed, you say you you did Justin Bieber songs at that at the at the tender age of 7. And that (laughs) showcase that you had, but performing your, what's the difference in feeling between performing other people's songs and your own song? Um,
1: it's a big feeling. I like seeing people's reaction, like, especially when I play like an original song out that like not a lot of people have heard. I like seeing people's reaction, like if they're intrigued by it or not um it's also i also find it really fun to play covers too because people know them most of the time i try to do covers that shows that people know and that they could sing along with um but i also think it's so cool to be able to be, to be able to perform the songs that i wrote in live in front of people
0: no Alyssa marie that is the way songwriters sneak their stuff in you know s- uh, singer-songwriters you, you'll go to a party, you'll get booked for a gig, you'll, you'll go to a showcase of some kind. And yes, you'll have to do a few covers just to get the people rolling, get them interested. And then, you know, maybe in the middle you say, hey, do you mind if I play one of my own? And usually the crowd, if they're into you, they'll say, yeah, and they'll start clapping and you'll go, <laughs> all right, right into it. And then you yeah. kind of look at them, they're still clapping along, they're there to have a good time. And they're having a good time with Alyssa Marie. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead.
1: No, no. I was just agreeing with oh, you. Oh, yeah. And, so, <laughs> and the re-
0: and the response, you say, you know, like after the show, do you do a little meet and greet? Do you have a little merch table that you're able to go to?
1: Um, well, I do always tell the people, if I'm at like a bigger show, that I'll I'll hang around like on the side of the stage. I actually got the chance to open for Tracy Lawrence last May. And so that that yeah, so that show was pretty awesome and it had a lot of people and after the show I was like, Hey guys, like I'll be sitting around the VIP lounge if you wanna come talk to me and take pictures and a lot of people came and it was really cool. And um yeah, and like No,
0: where and it, when was this?
1: Uh this was in May of last year. Um and where? Uh it was at Renegade's Country Western Bar. It was it's like a really like like well known place here. Uh, oh, so in, in Wellington Los- or Los- uh, yeah, it's in West Palm. So West yeah. Palm, yes. Yeah.
0: So Tracy Lawrence was playing in West Palm, and he said he said, uh, "Who should I have open for me?" Ah, uh, Alisa Marie. No, <laughs> no. How, how did that come about?
1: Um. So, well, actually, so basically, I know a guy that was um. Getting the talent for the show And he reached out to me He's like what are you doing on this day And then I was like uh, I don't know why And then he was like Do you, you're you opening for Tracy Lawrence <laughs> And so he didn't even give me the option But anyways like that's awesome uh,
0: so, There is no it, option You're opening yeah. for Tracy Lawrence
1: <laughs> I know um, So it, it went me And then I don't know if you know Walker Montgomery But um He's related to like the guys from Montgomery Gentry, and what? then um, yeah, he's uh, I believe he's the either nephew or the son. I I not know. like to John Michael. I I I really don't know. Well, this sounds like a pretty
0: <laughs> um, big show. How many people were there?
1: Oh, it was completely packed, and um, yeah, it was awesome. That show was like one of the first times where I really remember doing uh like doing, having a really fun time too because everyone knew like all the covers I was doing. They enjoyed my originals. There's like videos of me doing it on YouTube and on my Instagram. Oh yeah, with my cajon player. So that was really fun. You
0: you have a cajon player?
1: Yes. I oh, think-
0: you know I'm cu- I'm half Cuban from Miami, so I like a good cajon.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> you even pronounce it like that.
0: Me gusta cajon. No, it's, yes. that's a nice little drum. And, and you yes. mentioned dressage a little earlier. I, I had a dressage a person, uh, which is uh, so I wanted to define that. Uh, what what is dressage to you? Um, <laughs> it's well, a horse know, trainer. It's a horse trainer. I know it's that's like pretty like much, much kind it. of,
1: like <laughs> racing. Like just, you know, I mean, I sing the national anthem for a lot of their events.
0: That's pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, I know on your Instagram, your third picture in. Is you with a bunch of horses, which is kind of kind of cool. Uh,
1: yeah, so those were actually horses that were used in polo, and that was at someone's mansion, and that mansion was worth fifteen million dollars. <laughs> so yeah, so they I, they let me go there and take pictures with all the horses, and it was so pretty. The barn itself was like like almost a million dollars. It was crazy. It was so awesome too. The people were so cool about it, but. Yeah, so they're in that, and
0: it's I, cool. <laughs> I noticed you have some good photographs on your on your Instagram, Alyssa Marie. Uh, you got to give a shout out to your photographer. Who's taking her pictures?
1: So my photographer, she literally like she's amazing. I am such like a bad like I'm not. I don't think I'm really photogenic unless I get told like how to stand or what to do. And she is amazing. Like she tells me what to do. She's with Coastal Click for talk- photography and so um, she'll be like, oh like move your hair a certain way like I I tell you my Instagram would not look as good as it does if it wasn't for her.
0: <laughs> no I've talked to photographers on the podcast and they you know how important a photographer is to not just to, to a performer but in particular a performer. you know you're out there, you're showcasing you want to have some pictures, uh, some video, of you doing your thing, so possibly you can book the next gig. You don't want to be a, an artist who's starving, a starving artist, which is yeah, which no. is something you hear about. You want to be a working artist. And so having a photographer, man, that is very special. Say the name of the uh, of the company again.
1: Coastal Click Photography.
0: Bam. Represent. Ask for her by name. She takes yes. good pictures, and you know, mm-hmm. it, yes, your Instagram wouldn't be so good if you were just extending your arm out and taking a bunch of selfies, like like a lot of people do. You're actually getting some good professional photographs. That's yes, ba- fantastic, very important. So you you uh, you post a lot. You, you, we've already talked about your social media. You're out there. Uh, any other avenues you want to explore? Uh, tell tell me about what's going on. Uh, with you, and I guess you're in in school, are you a good school, a good student?
1: <laughs> I think I am, um, I always been studying, like, for my test, um, yeah, like, I love going to school, because I, like, chorus really lights up my day, because me and my chorus teacher have a really tight bond, so that's, like, a reason, like, I'm, like, Hey like even though I really don't want to go to school like I do want to go to school. <laughs> I don't know if that makes sense. Um but yeah, I think that I'm pretty good like for I'm also in AP music theory which is a really hard class. It's a college level music theory class.
0: Um You know a lot yeah. of musicians don't like to learn the theory of it. What advantage do you think you're you're taking away uh to getting some music theory, learning about Beethoven and uh And uh, Chopin, Chopin, all those people, (laughs) all those good people.
1: I mean, like, I think it's really cool that it's more, it's not really on the music history. We're learning about the composer Bach, like his, his, like all his rules and everything. So like it's different ways to write. Like, yeah. Sneak peek on
0: the rules. Give give me a little bit about the rules.
1: Well, like, I mean, like, things that you can't do like in chord progressions that aren't supposed to go together, but literally every single song that's out is like wrong. (laughs) Like (laughs) things like you have to resolve the leading tone, just stuff that you would, that was from that that time.
0: You know, Um, Hey, (laughs) they had to be doing something right because they're still playing that music from the 1700s. You know, you know, Ludwig van is, is my fave. You know, he's he's my jam. You know, if I hear yeah. if I hear Ode to Joy, the ninth, uh, you know, it just makes me feel good. I said it as my ringtone sometimes, uh, you know, yes. I, I, you know, at Christmas time I get to hear it. So, you know, they were doing something right back in the day to, to still be around today. I mean, that that is the ultimate goal, I, I would imagine, for uh, Alyssa Marie Kuhn is 300 years from now or more. They're still listening to your tunes. What do you think yeah. of that?
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah, I would love
0: that. <laughs> You're leaving your mark. Well, I mean, as soon as I I can get a hold of your songs, I'm gonna at least put them on RadioWhat.com and get you a little a little exposure there, and, and and hopefully people learn a little bit more in that way. But uh, you know, we're learning a little bit about you, and I, I hope that I get to talk to you uh, through the years as you become bigger. Don't forget the little people back here. <laughs> you know, when you become all rich and famous and and you know, and get that three million dollar house.
1: <laughs> uh, no, thank you, but I really appreciate you having me. I have had a lot of fun today.
0: Oh my goodness! As we're as we're winding it down, you know, tell the people how to get a hold of you and and find out more about Alyssa Marie Coon.
1: Okay, so you can check me out on all my social medias: Facebook at Alyssa Marie Coon Music, Instagram and Twitter at Alyssa Marie Coon. Or you could check out my website, which has all these listed com. Well,
0: I'll definitely put all that on the show notes. Uh, what's on the horizon? Where do you have any shows coming up?
1: Yes, I have a show this weekend. It's called Our Town America in Coral Springs on Saturday night. And I'll be playing there. Um, I'm going to play a new song that I just recently wrote. And I'm really excited for that. I just, yeah, that's basically also on my website and on my social medias. We have all my shows listed. If there's one in your area, to so make sure to come out and see me. <laughs>
0: Very cool. Now, when you play, do you usually play guitar and sing or just sing or play piano and sing? Uh, what do you do when you're on stage?
1: I mostly just play guitar and sing because that's like my main instrument. That's my favorite instrument. That's the one um, that I really bond with the most, I would say. And I just got a new guitar um, like in October. What so you get? I'm what, you get? what you get? What
0: you get? What you get?
1: So I had my first, well, my first guitar was a Martin, but then I got a Taylor 114 CE and I was. And so I had that guitar for two years. And then I every time I would go in a guitar center, I would pick out the same guitar, which was the one that I have now, the Taylor eight fourteen CE, which is seven guitars higher than the one that I originally had. And I'm obsessed with this guitar. I don't I wouldn't want any other guitar. Like I I I can't even think of a guitar that I would want now. Like I don't I have know what my that tr- means.
0: What is seven it, guitars higher?
1: So it's like seven it's like seven guitars like above it. So, think of it as like a car. Like they have like like you know, like a fully loaded guitar I mean, a fully loaded car and then like a not fully loaded car. Okay. This is like a really fully loaded guitar that I really wanted. And so it's seven like levels higher than my yeah, previous
0: the, guitar. The two acoustic guitars that I've heard of are the Martin and the Taylor, and I've heard that yes. they're equally Equally efficient, but you say the Taylor, it's rocking your world.
1: Yeah. So I, Martin's like I'm not going to go all guitar nerdy (laughs) on you, but no, please do. This is a
0: learning podcast.
1: (laughs) Martins have like a completely different tone than Taylors, and they're they have a more bassy tone. Well, at least for me, and so my voice is pretty like high and like airy, and I my voice just blends more with the Taylor. So that's the one, and I just love the way they play and everything. So that's the one that I play, but I have no nothing wrong with Martin either. Like huh. my first guitar was a Martin, so
0: yeah. So that's that's how it becomes a good fit because it matches with your voice. I always yeah. wonder about guitar players that sing at the same time. I mean, you could play guitar and you could sing, but doing it at the same time does one falter? Do, you know, does it does it take away from your guitar playing? Or does it take away from your singing?
1: Um, well, I think maybe at the beginning it did, but now I've learned different ways to be able to like hold back on my guitar. So the, it, the sound like, it's really about my voice in certain parts, like in verses, I don't want to be too loud on my guitar because that's not where it builds, especially when I'm just playing solo and not with the band or anything. I'll play like, I, I have different ways to be able to uh, different, differentiate when the song like grows and everything.
0: Oh, cool. So uh, speaking of uh, playing with a band or playing uh, on your own, you have a, a band that you work with all the time?
1: Uh, yes. Yeah, so I have a bass player and a drummer, and then I play guitar. And um, yeah.
0: <laughs> this is the part where you shout them out. Make sure they get yeah. represented.
1: Yes, yeah, so both both of my um, my bandmates um, they live up north in Florida, and they are cousins, which is really cool. I did I shot two videos um, for this thing. These guys called Studio Row TV of my song Oblivious, and you can't do that with them. If you guys wanted to check that out, their names are Luke and Sam. They're awesome guys. They're so much fun to play with. Like we always jam out or. It's, it we always get off topic but it's so much fun to
0: be with them So. oh i like getting yeah. off topic you know you never know cuz cuz something that you say might strike another idea and you might yeah. know. you might say hey that'd be a good idea for a song like uh, fo- uh, like uh, what was it said What were we said earlier watches cars money watches cars
1: money nah, i nah. expect that
0: to be a. I fully expect that to be a song out there as soon as you produce that song and if, if not you, uh, Alyssa, maybe one of my listeners, uh, if, as soon as you produce that song, let me know. I want to be tagged in it and I want to share it with <laughs> Alyssa Marie Kuhn so she knows yeah. that that was born right here on your podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, somebody needs to do that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Well, I've had a, I have had a good time with you tonight. Uh, thank you so much for being on the What Makes You famous podcast i usually finish it out with uh, you giving the people some last words for the people uh you can have us make it some you know words of wisdom that you live by or, or some ideas or just whatever pops into your head it's Alyssa marie coon last words for the people
1: so basically never let anyone get like get you down or anything if you're ever trying to pursue something you love even if you think that you're so bad at it I would don't ever give up because that's not like how you should roll (laughs) like my way is just to try to like take constructive criticism but not to the point where it could bring you down and think that you're not good enough so always believe in yourself
0: Well, there you have it, party people, Alyssa Marie Kuhn, 15 years old. She's the girl next door, country's superstar already in the making. She has uh, quite a few songs produced out there, and I'm going to do my best to get them out there on RadioWhat.com for your listening pleasure to make sure that she gets all the exposure that she can get from the What Makes You Famous podcast. You know, Radio What, What Makes You Famous. Ah, now you're getting it. <laughs> Thanks for being on the program, Alyssa Marie Kuhn. I appreciate you telling at least a part of your story up till now. I don't I didn't want to delve too deep. You know, she's only 15 I got to protect the, the young lass. <laughs> Maybe that's just me being a dad. <laughs> don't want to expose too much, too much. Wait till she's out of the house and on her own. And then we can tell even more of her story. Hopefully she comes back on the What Makes You Famous podcast. Don't forget the little people when you become big, rich, and famous, Alyssa Marie (laughs) Kuhn. I encourage you to check out her website and find her on social media and find out all about and get to a show. If you're there in South Florida, it's a short drive to West Palm Beach. Get to a show and see Alyssa Marie Kuhn. Do it. Do it. That's it for this installment of What Makes You Famous. If you'd like to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at radiowatt.com. That's it for me. It's Keys Dan, radiowhat.com, DJ Little Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow what makes you famous social media. Use the hashtag what makes you famous. Follow on Facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast to review and subscribe PayPal.me forward slash KeysDan. Email info at radio what.com. What makes you famous podcast is a production of KeysDan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with some great quotes. You don't get something for nothing, you can't have freedom for free. Neil Pert, the music you want, Radio What. .com. Hey Keys
1: Dan, what you doing? My line.
0: I'm playing the best music by request, 24 hours a day. Click on the request tab at the top of RadioWhat.com.
1: RadioWhat.com.